Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome back to Stardust RPG on Trails of Stardust. I am uh, William or Shawnee. I am your game master for this fifth edition uh, science fantasy <laughs> campaign of my devising with a bunch of players who feel like making fun of some of my favorite characters in various video games and pushing their limits. <laughs> no, I'm not like making Holly, fun. Holly I'm criticizing. Suited. There are two, that is a very different thing. I like Aerith. Sephiroth is legitimately one of my favorite Final Fantasy villains. Sephiroth he's, is fine. He's, he's just he's a great. name that I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell uh, you zero things about him. Them. You already told us two uh, things about him. Zen, Zenos and, and uh, Emma itself are getting up there too, but still. Uh, but uh Joining me today, we have Sen. I'm Sen. I'm playing uh, Coltarn, the orc artificer, gadgeteer, master, master, maker, maker, and piloter of giant mech to punch shit with. So who would that make him in a Final Fantasy game? Uh, I mean, there's one very clear choice. Steiner. I mean, The math guy? Yes. No, not the math guy. <laughs> Wrong Steiner. Not the transphobe either. No. Uh get back to me on that. Okay. <laughs> this is actually a lot of, there's actually a couple of different characters that he could be. Uh and Jeremy. Hi, I am Jeremy. I am playing uh, uh Kendall Fairchild, uh Aladrin Warlock and Rhinola is objectively a far better character than Aerith. I'm sorry. It's just true. Facts. Rhinola is the same character as Aerith. No. All Way of characterization is identical. Way fucking different. This is going to be an interesting She's very different because she shoots a dog out of a crossbow, you see. It's true, yes. That is, no! the, that is the main difference between Wait, I'm, Hold up. I forgot that part. <laughs> It's actually so did I, but no, there are there are wide differences in the characters. It seems to me that most of the characterization, it at least in the one that I was playing, was entirely costuming. Uh, and Jack the Second. Uh, hi, I play. Um, I'm Jack the Second, and I play Chaos Gremlin Surprise. Um, who is a sorcerer. Uh, and Holly? Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Mistal and Brian Rogue. I know nothing about Final Fantasy, aside from the fact that I dream of marrying Barrett, and that's about it. <laughs> I mean... I mean... Barrett is very daddy. He what, has a, he has a utility hand. No, not Marion Barry! 
<laughs> no. Marrying Barrett. Uh, and Jack? Hi, I'm Jack as well. Um, yeah, and I'm playing Till Wayland, who is a Way of the Iron Path monk and an avian, which in Final Fantasy I think makes him Vincent Van Valentine. Hmm? It's Vincent Van Val Vincent Just Valentine, Valentine, yes. And yes. Anyway, does. he's a dude with a gun, and I think that character has a gun. So that's what I'm going with. He's also a dude with a gun with wings, so it's actually Oh hey, man. I'm batting a thousand today. Just uh, call me two dicks Valentine. No. No. <laughs> Objectively, no. Hey, it's not like that's a nickname I'm trying to make happen. I'm just saying if anybody wanted to, it's not the worst thing that's happened to me, even this year. <sighs> Did Rails even exist this session? No. No, fuck no. See, the problem that I'm having is I'm trying to think of what Final Fantasy character that uh, that uh, uh, that Colt would be, and all I'm getting is Luca from Chrono Trigger, which is not the same. The wrong game, yeah. Yeah, wrong game. <laughs> and Craig. But same publisher. Hi, uh, I'm playing the Ethereal, currently known as just us, formerly known as Bees, formerly known as Zarathrax, a Swarmkeeper Ranger slash Domain of Light cleric. And the Final Fantasy character that they would be is probably a random encounter in an old castle. Uh, Quinoa from Final Fantasy IX. Quinoa? Oh, like is that the, the name you figured out for yourself? Yes. No, 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 yes, no, no, no not, not, not for Coltarn. For just for for, for, for just us. Just us yeah. Absolutely, they don't eat Whoa. at all. I was gonna say yeah. giant armor from like the from the planet's core in seven. That's right. Yeah. But yes, We're there's just a suit of magic armor. There is a character in, in Final Fantasy IX called Quinoa, who is a giant swamp thing with a fork and a dress that eats lots of frogs. Yep. There have any grain growing on it. What was that? <laughs> okay, hold up. My child just wandered in at that point, and they said, relatable. <laughs> <laughs> Your child eats lots of frogs? <laughs> I mean, they are a teenager. I was going to say... Mm. Uh, also, there, there's final... weirder shit we eat near the Chesapeake Bay. Final, there's only one like universally always present engineer in Final Fantasy, which is Sid. So... Yeah, but Sid, Sid. I mean, Coltar could be a Sid, but not like the typical Sid. Is that Sid final with Fantasy. an S or a C? Final Fantasy C. 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 Uh, C. Oh, okay, like the Spanish folk hero. Mm. Yep. Yes. Actually, okay. exactly. Mm -hmm. Sid Highwind, for instance. <laughs> I think at least one thing. That Moses can at least agree not to argue, not to fight about, which is of all the Final Fantasy games, Tactics is the best. And Tactics is very good. Tactics is definitely one of the best. There we go. Uh, but <laughs> off of this tangent that has taken oh, the first Mercutio 22 from minutes. Tactics. That's it. <laughs> yeah, from tactics. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. No, that's cool. That's cool Shawnee, dear God, go. <laughs> this tangent has taken the first 20 minutes of this game look look no because we didn't go live i was until... gonna say we didn't start until at i've least, only been like, recording for, after i've only been recording for 14 minutes so <laughs> the first 15 minutes of this of this game then i was gonna say i i, I jumped into i jumped into the sandwich they don't time step when you jump into into roll 20 but like it's only been like six or seven minutes but when last we left the Dust Knights, uh, after dealing with several things and getting back onto the ship, 
and so beginning are we powered to investigate. By Sirenscape this week, yes, we are indeed powered by Sirenscape this week, and also oh, yes, and also Black Lives Matter, trans rights, and human rights, eat the rich, happy pride, and uh, don't ride shitty ass submarines down to the Titanic. Unless, Unless you're a billionaire. You're a billionaire. billionaire yeah. In which case, boy, we I got guess. tickets. Mm. Unless your name is Elon Musk, then jump in. Like I said, let's get Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg to do their cage fight on the, on the deck of the Titanic. Obviously. And have, Where else? Uh, and have... Uh, uh, I've already forgotten his name. Uh, Bezos, do the color commentary. Uh, Bezos has never done anything remotely associated with color. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you knew where that was going when you said has never done anything? Uh, well that done. That was perfect. No notes. <laughs> no notes. Right. <laughs> Again, uh, when last we left the Dust Knights, they had uh, re-entered the... Uh... God, why have I forgotten the name of Even the Eventide. 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 Uh, uh, and I discovered things. that the uh, the the missing crew uh, appeared to the bodies appear to have been gone because uh, they got up and moved somewhere uh, as the group opened a small uh, uh, storage room and found four skeletons circling each other that then began to attack as soon as they noticed the living uh, and shortly after as they began to try and look around with the motion detector picking up activity nearby, uh, the ground burst open as the zombie, the zombified form of a frost giant began to reach itself up into this area from a floor beneath. Uh, and we pick up with a roll of initiative. Uh, Till would like to use his reaction to just go, what the actual fuck? <laughs> I'm going to use... Oh, whoops. Well, I got a 22. Let me actually select my character. <laughs> I'm what? going to use oh, this icon to indicate that I can see invisible. Oh, so can I, right? <laughs> yes, you can as Still well. Struggle. I do appreciate how randomly topical Holy shit, do we get new this session has become unanticipatedly. God, why is this such a struggle? What was uh, that? Jack, the elder? I figured it out. I figured it out. Life is just hard. Uh, a couple of people have new icons, yes. Yeah, Neville. <laughs> Uh, ignore the fact that this stage is not on a grid right now, even though it looks like there is one, because I had to dramatically scale up the map that I had to turn it into uh, the size that I needed it to be. Yeah, okay. just no worries. We can count. Even with my plus one initiative, I still rolled higher than the Frost Giant. I mean, you can count. I can control the NPCs. No one wants to. I will go ahead and roll for them. Oh, what's just us as a Dax? 20. I think we're tied. I, hey, we're tied. Hey. You go first. You sure? Yeah, I, I mean, even in character, I think just us looks at you and just, just says, come on, dude. <laughs> Nerd. 
bang, 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 bang. Player, bang players bang, are welcome bang, to control the NPCs if they want. If no one wants to, I can. I'm not familiar enough with them. Xander mostly them. shoots. Mm. I was about to say, I built them to be fairly simple. I'll control Xander. Since in character, Kendall's already doing that anyways. <laughs> uh, Till, you're up first. Okay. Um, this is the only threat that's manifested so far. At the moment, although uh, uh, Kendall was... did make everyone aware that there is more motion. Threat. More motion coming. Okay. Well, we might as well start safe. Um, how how tall is the corridor in here? Uh, about 20, 25 feet. Uh, right. And mm. this giant is only like torso up into the room. Yeah. So he's uh, taking up about 10. Okay. We are taking... Um, we are taking to the air. We are moving... I can move 45. We're going to be doing that. We're going to be shooting while we're doing this. We're moving one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I presume that might provoke attacks of opportunity. I don't know if it can reach all the way to the ceiling. If it does, fine. Uh, and we are taking two shots at it while we move. Uh, if you go all the way to the ceiling, it cannot quite reach you with just its melee range. Okay, he's trying to draw attention off towards the uh, corridor <clears> side. <throat> um, but that is a twenty-five to hit. Uh, I don't and believe a, these guys are hard to hit. And no, a thirty not. to hit. Okay. Both hit, yes. All right. Uh, yes, I can add your initiative. We do 13 ballistic damage uh, that counts as magical for the points of overcoming damage or distance. At first, we are going to do a stunning shot. Uh, so he would need to make a DC. Uh, ba, 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 ba. A 16 constitution save or be stunned. Mm-hmm. Uh... And then another 10 ballistic on the back end. Oh, he is not stunned. Uh-huh. That was a tester. We figured. We're not surprised. It's, uh, 23 okay. damage done to him. Yep. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely going for kind of shoulder and head area if we can manage, just to make sure that it's not confused as to where this pain and and, and aggression is coming from. All right. Uh, just us. You're up next. You are muted, muted Craig. You. I just realized that. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, holding out the uh, the bolide blade, which I believe is still uh, ignited. Mm-hmm. Um, just us will uh, place the other hand um, on the chest plate of their armor and sort of start tracing the uh, sunburst insignia there with with one of the fingers, and we'll say. I'm going to make us all very difficult for anyone to approach. If anyone wants a little protection, please try to stay close to me. Uh, and I will cast Spiritual Guardians at fourth level. Is that an aura around you? Uh, 15 foot aura, which uh, hits the uh, Frost Giant. And if I remember how to do that, I can, I'm going to go ahead and set it up. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got it. Hold on. It's gonna. T- you're gonna need to do some fiddling with the radius because again, the map has been dramatically changed. 
All right, I will play with it. Let's see. Uh, that you know, I, I will futz with this while people are moving forward, but otherwise, I'm I'm staying put. Uh, that does put the giant in the range. Yes. Uh, so let me go ahead and mark off that slot, and then um, uh, that means that. Let's see. Uh, obviously, I'm designating everyone in the party to be unaffected by it. Mm. Um, uh, it has to make a wisdom save. Everyone in the party except Kendall. No. Um, oh, actually, no. When when oh when it enters the area for the first time on a turn. So I assume that's now or starts its turn there. It hasn't yeah. entered the area. It's starting its turn there. Yeah. That was great timing for Will actually just coming after after immediately absence comment. Yep. Shut up, Siri. Siri says no. <laughs> Who's running Strita? I will. Uh, not yet. Hang on. Nope. Add an initiative count 20. Ah. Uh, ah. So 17, so it takes 8 points of radiant damage. Yeah. My my save DC is seventeen. Uh, it'll make that when it starts its turn, rather rather than. Uh... Oh, fair. Okay. All right. Uh... Two. No, you're actively looking. Give me a perception check. Yep. <clears throat> I'm also actively my passive is twenty two. For what's that's worth? Hey, I rolled exactly that. <laughs> twenty two. Uh, all right. Uh. I need to have this sheet pulled up because I don't have it made in roll 20. Oh, do you have a radius around all of us, like a green one? Because I think that's... Oh, yeah, that's that's the automatic health bar meter. Try a second one. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, that's... that. No, it keeps going away. The API might be in control. All right, but it's 15 feet, so... Okay, three squares. We'll just use our imagination. There is my... There is my bestiary. I have these stats written out, but not in my. Listen, and I do not play Dun and Dragons to use my magic. Oh, wait. All right, I need to roll. Need to roll so many stealth checks. Hmm. Uh, so, uh, your eyes are plastered on it, and you have the sea invisibility up, which means they don't get their advantage uh, um, against you specifically, anyway. Uh, so, uh. As you as you're watching this thing as it tears through and sort of rips holes out of the deck that as it starts to try and climb its way up, you see uh sort of shimmering distortions on the uh on on its on the side of the frost giant that begin to make out sharp thin shapes uh -huh. that drift up through the hole. And uh, uh, 
you are not taken completely by surprise when a Stark lunges at you. Yup. <clears throat> so I think I think they all need to make saves, right? Uh, the aura that you have is not, uh, they're on the opposite side. Uh, well, no, 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 I, it, it's not done correctly and I can't move it. If you center it on me, it should cover the entirety of the Frost Giant space. One, two, three, it only covers three spaces out from you. Yeah. They're coming in from over here. You're pinging oh. on the, yeah. Oh, okay, all right, fair. Yeah, you're being pinging on the GM I'm pinging layer. pinging on the GM layer, yeah. They're coming in from over here. Oh, wait, is this the hole back here? No, the hole is around the giant. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the giant made a hole. Did I see the start coming up? Uh, you would have seen the first one and also the second one. Okay. So, who all saw them? Uh, see invisibility. People with see invisibility. Essentially, yes. Okay. Johnny, entirely valid. If the answer to this is no. My intention was to cover the hole. I thought I had it done from where I was. All right. Uh, but entire, entirely valid if that's just uh, an error that I made. I feel like you would have definitely had to have moved up into melee. Yeah. I think oh, you... just one more forward, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which, which would be melee, is, with, the melee mm -hmm. with the giant. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to put yourself in melee range of the giant, I can let you do that, but... Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I think I would. Alright, do it. Oh. So yes, they will need to make those wisdom saves as they emerge. As they emerge. Well, the wisdom plus of the, the, the start is legendary, yes. I was going to say, with their plus 75 to wisdom, mm -hmm. um, I'm sure they'll be, I'm, I'm sure we're in trouble. Look, you have to have a high wisdom when you're a start. Otherwise, how can you spot the other Starks when it's mating season? One fails, Fair one point. succeeds. Uh, <laughs> so one will take 13, one will take half. I'll just use that initial oh, one. Well, it, it should be 17 because it was a higher level cast. Oh, yeah, 17, Natural yeah. selection at work. Right? Truly, science is beautiful. Mm. Nature Starks are not. Hey, now. Mm -hmm. Perfect organism. You're the one that was traumatized by them. Don't hate now me. <laughs> Look, Till has trauma. I think they're fucking awesome. Craig, a, a pair no. of these large void swimming uh, sharks lunge at Till, uh, moving rapidly. Um, uh, the first one is... to have Till because they have Vietnam flashbacks. Oh, the first, yeah. <laughs> the first one is going to make its bite attack. Is there, are there, is there any sound as they get hit by the swarm of glowing bees in the air? Uh, what do, what does your swarm sound like? Um, oh, I mean, bees? the swarm itself doesn't make a sound, but I'm wondering if they make any sound in response to the injury. They make no sound, in fact. Okay. All right, fair. In point of fact. Craig? Yeah. No ash. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. I knew you would get it, even if no one else. Uh, <laughs> playing a lot of Nemesis. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, fair. Does a 22 hit you? It does. Mm -hmm. So you take... <laughs> 23 points of piercing damage. Okay. As one of them sinks its teeth into you and is then going to use its Bloody Haze ability. Oh, that sounds delightful. 
uh, as the as the first Stark's teeth sink into you, it begins to thrash and tear the wound open, and a thin mist of blood is spread out into the area around, which allows the Stark to try and hide again. Ah. Obscuring. Well, there go my temporary hit points. <laughs> well, guys, we don't. I don't have a bodyguard anymore, and y'all need to elect a new leader. Let's go. Not are, you currently, are you currently below your maximum hit point value? Currently, yes. Uh, so the second start gets advantage on his attack. Not temporary. It wasn't temporary hit points. It was additional it was... max. Oh, oh okay. Then you were definitely below your max. Then I'm yeah. definitely below my max. Eighteen, 18 to hit. Eighteen hit you. Not even a little bit. Okay. Mm. So as as you feel yourself getting ragdolled by this first Stark in the mist of blood being spread around, you see the second one come up, come over and manage to smack it in the side of the head with the, with the butt of your pistol to try and force its jaws aside. Yep. Uh, so that's it. Till's gone. Let's go. <laughs> Till is doing his job as the bodyguard and attracting all of the aggression to himself. Yes, as we so previously quickly. discussed. Being stupid. If only Till was the tank instead of the bodyguard. Right? Mm. Look. Mm. Uh, And then the... (laughs) uh, uh, So one thing you notice, Till, as these things get close to you, these Starks don't look like those you've encountered before. Uh Uh, They have almost this sort of glassy, uh, white-eyed visage. And as their chameleon skin fades as they enter the attack, they seem almost deathly pale as you and you sort of begin to suspect that these are some of the adaptations they might have had from living exposed to this necrotic energy for so long. Oh, scarier Jokey. than Starks? All I'm saying is Necro Starks. Starks. All, all I'm saying Ghost is that Stark, baby, go Stark. I've got, I've got 213 hit points between me and dead, and you flew out into a corner by yourself. <laughs> Uh, Strita is up next. Who's controlling? I respect. I am. Strita's going to do 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 do. Nah, she's gonna hold off on that for now. Um, she's going to run up and warsoul this giant. Mm-hmm. Um, does she have enough space to sort of cheat over to this side a little bit? Yeah, she can get around there. Okay, I'm gonna put her right there because her speed is her speed's only 30 so one two three four five six yeah she can probably squeak that much all right go door to door singing no that's wassel which is also a drink warsoul is the name of Srita's sword yep 14 and a 14 to hit she's not having a great day unfortunately that is literally one short of this giant yep so yeah Two two swipes with the sword, probably both bouncing off of the plating or something. Well, it, 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 this this creature has its hands up, and so as as she swings, it sort of with its, with its massive, like, un- decaying paw, it sort of bats the swords aside. Uh, Mistel, you're up. Okay. Mistel. Oh, none of those Starks are within uh, five feet of her, are they? No, they're just outside. Okay. Of it. Just outside. Okay. Hmm. Um, what is so thing next to me right now? Although, actually, technically speaking, these things are huge monstrosities. So the they thing are... standing next to you is the Zervon. Uh, they actually, so... both of them are within five feet of Strita. 
Okay. Pull um, I'm going to say as a bonus action, she activates uh, Warden's Grasp then. All right. Yeah, the, oh, no, wait. They're yeah. huge. It would have to be a larger, smaller creature. Never mind. She doesn't. Yeah. Okay, Mistle's going to attack the big one. Do I get sneak attack on this at all? Uh, you do yeah, because there is a front because there is an ally in melee with it. So if you hit, you will get sneak attack. Okay. Get I'm alive. Stab him, you can uh, also. Kendall, uh, Miss Fairchild, don't you fucking dare! <laughs> Actually, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a three by three, right? So yeah, uh, you would. Are you? I don't believe you're currently blessed, Mistel. Would Mistel get? Wait, why am? Bees cast aid, not bless. Uh, no, I don't know why this is in here right now. Uh, Hang on, I can fix that. Hold on. Okay, Shawnee. Yes. I know the the circle doesn't fill the space that the giant fills, but wouldn't Mistel get advantage for flanking with Strita? No, it doesn't have to like it doesn't it, it only really has to like cross the edge. It does not actually have to go through the giant space to move Yeah, that's what I mean. But like so wouldn't that give the advantage? No, because it has to pass through the giant like the uh, actual giant okay. like it, okay. Yeah. You're, you're you're sort of scraping the edge there. Gotcha. Yeah. One step over would have it. Yeah, you could theoretically draw flanking there. Uh, I can turn off the bless attack bonus. But at 11 misses. Yes, so an 11 will miss. Okay. Uh, surprise. You're up. All right. Oh, can I attack with my offhand? Oh, yes, you can. Sorry, go ahead. You rolled damage. That was damage. That, oh, that was damage? <laughs> yep. Oh, it's short okay, 16. 16 hits. Yay, okay. So roll that damage, and then also roll your sneak attack. Okay. That shouldn't add your dex because it's your offhand. Hang on. Plus nothing. So that should be six piercing damage plus 13 sneak attack. So that's going to be 19. 19. Hell yeah. Uh, it is the Zervan's turn. Hey. No, it's oh, sorry. Surprise. Uh, sorry. Yes, I, 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 I kept hitting the button. Surprise. Uh, I, I watched Till get bit by something that I couldn't see, correct? Yeah, you definitely saw a blur of motion that you couldn't quite keep track of, and then Till explode in a haze of blood. All right. Um, in response to that, um, I'm going to cast. Uh, what's the name of the spell? So both of these Starks are currently hidden from everybody except Till. I'm gonna and... drop. A sickening radiance. Um, sickening above radiance above the hole in the ship. Sickening radiance oh. is an aura that comes off of you. No, it's I can. Uh, it's a sphere based on a point within a hundred and twenty foot range. Is it? Yes, I'm looking at the spell text right now. 
Yeah, uh, from, a point, from, from a certain uh, 30 foot sphere centered on the point you're choosing. Yeah, it's not an aura. Yeah, you can it's you can put other, that when we're. It's the other one that's the aura that I always. Yeah, but I'm not talking about the other right. one. Yeah, talking no, about no, no. sickening that's, radiance. That's just me getting spells mixed up. Um, I'm going to drop it uh, so that it covers the hole and also um, the giant is in that area too. Um, which is going to require a con save from anything in that 30-foot sphere and will have the uh, lovely side effect that anything in or traveling through that sphere um, is impossible to benefit from being invisible. Yep. Right. Are you uh, tracking the sphere... Uh on the frost giant and the hole that he's coming out of and trying not to hit Strita, or are you trying to catch Strita and the Starks in it? Oh, hold on. Oh, I was counting wrong. Oh, 30 feet is bigger than I thought it was. Okay. Uh, let's make a decision. Uh, 30 feet is five squares. And remember, it, that oh, is the radius. That is not what I wanted to do. Sorry, not guys. Not the diameter. So this thing is 60 feet across. Oh, no, that's a lot. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, no, it's a fucking huge, like, I mean, you want to talk about area I denial. Strita, Hell, yeah. I think Strita has resistance to radiant damage. Yeah, but the prize doesn't get that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, no, she does not. Strita oh, is... Um, yeah, this is to acid, cold, lightning, and poison. Yeah. This one? Yeah. Yes, that's her. Mm. She's a demigoddess. Yeah, it's the the ruler should generally match up, but I had to really fuck with it to try and make it drag. You're just looking at a ten at a ten square across aura. Oh my goodness! Oh my which goodness! Which I think will cover basically the majority of this place. Oh, no. How big is it? 30, 30, uh, 30 foot yeah, radius. Never mind, I guess that's the length of this entire map. Yeah, no, that's okay. Never mind. I one, two, three, four, five, six. It's, it's a sixty-foot wide map. Yeah. Okay. Scratch that. I'll I go do like the idea of you original. doing that, and everyone just turning and looking at you, and you just going surprise. One, two, three, <laughs> yeah, four, no, five, was... six, seven, no. eight, nine, uh, ten. Actually, it's more. It's more than that. I just can't get the ruler to line up just right. Uh, at the very back of this map, ten squares across, will catch uh, mistles. So if you put it. No, let's see. I'm not. If you None if you put the it, but, uh, the they're one, they're two, happy three, to move four, on. Five. None of the above. Um, Johnny, they're happy to move I, on. I forgot it was five and not ten. For some reason, okay. my mind thought yeah. it was ten, and thus I would have a lot more space. So we're not doing that. We're gonna mind whip the giant instead. Okay. Yeah. There is there is a place you could put that where it wouldn't catch anyone with the giant. It's basically yeah. at the very back. Well, no, no, skipping it entirely. Good I want it. an int save from the giant instead. All right. Giant makes an intelligence save. Now, let me tell you how good its int save is. Uh, well, rolled high enough. 13, uh, rolling on a 17 on the die gives it a 13 save, which I don't think is good enough. I think mine, I think that would, uh, it looks like my spell save DC is 14. So it fails. Um, so that means I'm going to do some damage, right? Yes. Uh, I have a, I have a button. Where's my butt? On your main page. I've definitely played a, a spellcaster before, guys. I definitely know what I'm doing here. Um, your DC's actually 16, yeah. Oh, okay. 
that's that's unfortunately set for three h6 one second yeah the, the uh, damage is typoed uh, oh okay sean i can fix it for you i'll probably fix that real quick here uh, i'll just roll dice real quick while you do that yeah just roll 3d6 real quick uh, that's better uh 15 is much better and it also affects uh his action economy Three D six. Double attack none. Three D six damage. Yeah. On its turn, on its next turn, it must choose whether it gets a move, an action, or a bonus action. It only gets one. That's well, a good thing. It's already standing where it needs to be. Uh, the Zervan. It takes fifteen more psychic damage, and then yeah. Cool. Uh, I Mistle is small enough that I can be in her space, right? Yes. She is tiny. Yeah, so... Mistle is on just us right now. Alright, yeah, so I'm gonna step up. To forego... I'm going to forego punching right now uh, in order to cast Fairy Fire uh, in this area over here. Reminder that you can't cast any spells that target anything but you and the vehicle because everything else is total cover from you right now. Alright. Launch my fairy fire grenade. Basically, because the vehicle is between you and everything else, everything has total cover from you, and you have total cover from everything else. Uh, to be clear, I don't have to be able to see where I put the fairy fire. Just says each object in twenty foot cube within range, not within range that I can see. Generally speaking, picking a point outside of total cover, and I believe this is written into the the Dust Runner rules that you can't target anything outside the vehicle. So, all right, that's fine. Uh, well, that shoots that in the foot. Um, in that case, in that case, I'm just gonna punch the giant twice. Yeah. You have a big punching tool for this purpose. He said, ooh. It looks like I'm gonna have to punch. A 17 and a 28. Oh, hit. Roll damage. So uh, just steps forward with that big, that large, ele- that oversized electrical fist, just rears back and just slams it twice into the giant's face uh, for the type of bludgeoning, but uh, nine bludgeoning and five lightning. Uh, and 14 bludgeoning and 7 lightning rolled mm-hmm. really crappy on the lightning damage both times uh, and it has the powerful blow ability which means that it ignores resistance against bludgeoning damage if it has any yep um, arc lightning 2 only matters if there are enemies within 5 feet of it uh, in it which takes... case 2 of those enemies would take half of the lightning damage so it's going to be uh, minus 14 and then minus uh, Jasira is up next if anyone would like to pilot her or I can do that oh um, then, sorry and then bonus action I'm going to stomp oh, on the sorry. giant because I, st- okay. I can do that right. Go for it. Uh, bonus action stomp the giant <laughs> stomp. 18 right. go ahead 
Uh, for or nine more. Okay. Nine bludging. Does he count as prone if he's crawling up through the floor? No, he is definitely not prone. <laughs> okay, so nine bludging damage. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, so Jasira. I guess I will take her if no one wants to. Uh, as I try and find my frost giant zombie. There we are. Uh, Jasira is going to... Between the two weapons, she's going to uh, just sort of reach a hand out and fire a pair of fire rays into the uh, into the into the into the zombie. She doesn't have advantage, but that twenty-five will hit for five fire damage, and with a natural one, she will miss the second one. Uh, now it's the giant's turn. Uh, as it has been attacked from many different angles uh... <laughs> if I recall correctly The Zervan is not immune to specific. What is the the Zervan is not immune to specific conditions, is it? Aside from like poison and such. Um. Yeah, other than basic construct immunities. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh, it's bipedal, so it can't be knocked prone. Yeah. So the the frost giant zombie will sort of lean forward after having been pounded from several different directions and sort of lock eyes and stare at the Zervan. I need the Zervan to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, it uses it's 18 con for the save. So... I'm just gonna up my. I'm just gonna up my constitution temporarily to match the Zervans, and roll it from my character sheet. Twenty-four. Nice. Uh. So it takes it. It, it the the Zervans joints begin to like ice over as this zombie's freezing gaze tries to take hold, but it manages to keep itself moving and does not. <laughs> freeze solid <laughs> one joint starts to freeze and then it just twists and the ice shatters off of it no, don't forget the um the damage from the uh spiritual guardians by the way oh yes uh it needs to make a wisdom save uh it fails uh so it takes uh that we're still using the same roll or should i roll again i roll it again just because i really need that one for the starks Twelve. Uh, all right. Uh, Xander's up. Uh, Xander uh, is going to handle your on deck. Oh, unless you wanted to pilot Xander, Jeremy. Go ahead. Right. Uh, uh, Xander is going to shoot the giant twice because he doesn't have anything else to do at the moment. 
Uh, it doesn't look like he's got... His weapon does... His weapon does count as magical for purposes of overcoming damages and immunity. He has plus two bonus to range attack roll, which I assume is already calculated in. Yep, so he's going to shoot twice. 12 and a 23. Uh, 23 hits. Five points of fire damage. Roll the one. Yep. Uh, it is explosive, though. I don't know if that means anything in this particular case. Not in this, not in this particular instance. Yeah. All right. Kendall, you're up. Bonus action, Misty Step. I'm there. Um, <laughs> Miss Fairchild? Shut up! This is your fault. And then I'm cast I am casting fairy fire on. Okay. Uh aiming for everything in that region where the Starks are. Yeah, I, I, I kinda have to because I can't see them. Alright. Uh both Starks and Till make deck saves. So the Starks are gonna make them twenty eight. Mm -hmm. yeah, a new kill ass motherfucker. <laughs> They're both gonna make their deck saves, which are pretty decent. Uh, one rolls a twenty-one, the other one rolls a nine. Okay. Assuming your DC is between those two numbers. Yes, it is. So what... One of them is outlined in fairy fire. What What does oh. fairy fire look like? Uh, I've described it before. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember. Um, Wasn't it like disco ball club kind of? I feel like that's what probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, um, oops. Oh, well, I need uh, uh, anything within five feet of me, which like it's it Strita, uh, the Frost Giant, and one of the one Starks. The... Yeah. Maybe the other one. I can't tell. Um, Not quite. Actually, no, I think both of them are. Yes. Okay. Both of them are. I need them all to take uh, four points of fire damage. Because <laughs> I am in summer. Yep. Hell Ooh. yeah. I was in spring for a while, but someone pissed me off. Was it this giant? This giant is not looking good. It's not really. It's kind of everybody, really. But yeah, that was... That everybody was but Xander? I don't... Okay, let's cut it down to a few people. We just got here. That's what you did wrong. Be there. Yeah. Let's just say you're efficient. Um, And that's my turn. Hell yeah. Right. Uh, Till, you're up. Okay. Uh, So one of these guys is fairy fired, which gives you advantage, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, the one directly above you. Okay. Uh, that one is getting a gunshot. And the fairy fire has hidden its stealth from you. It has, has, has removed its stealth. Goddamn. Um. You can thank me later. 16 damage. I will burn one more key point to see if I can get a stunning shot off on that one. Uh, so that will be a, a con save. <laughs> Four. Con save. There's our a plus five. That's a ten. It fails. All right. So that one's stunned. Is indeed stunned. Alrighty. Uh, and then, since that looks like it worked, we're going to shoot the other one. 
for 29. 13 ballistic damage. Fuck it, I'll burn another key point. Make that one roll a con save, too. That's a 24. Okay, so that one's not stunned. Yes. Okay, well... One active Stark on this next round is better than two active Starks. <laughs> uh, and then till, uh, if he can, we'll make a perception check to make sure we have not missed any other Starks in the immediate area. As two pop up, like, right, right here. Behind, yeah, exactly. Here. That's what he's worried about. Hmm? Uh, roll me a perception check. 23. He is slightly more alert than he was last time. The fact uh, that you are not responding and are moving to click things makes me suspect there are more parts. <laughs> you do spot a sparks. you do spot a third behind you, Miss Fairchild. And, and fourth sliding up. Yeah, the zombie, I know, it's fine. He's more Starks! Mm. Fuck. <laughs> well, yes. that's all he can do as the starks that were free on this ship appear to have been in the floor beneath before this before this zombie burst the hole open to allow them in yeah the mm-hmm. uh just us you're up uh just us moves forward the uh cloud of, of luminous bees floating with them uh and we'll take a slash uh actually yeah we'll take a slash um at the uh frost giant zombie Right. So with the bullet blade. Uh, that's a 26. That'll hit. Um, uh, also, Nikki. Uh, in points of damage. Nikki, Nikki in chat says, Oliver says, good luck in space. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Oliver. Uh, I think that might be force damage. It is. Uh, I believe no. It's a it's a regular blade. It doesn't do. Oh, it's just okay. So it's flashing. Uh, um, and then we'll um move. Or is there enough space between the giant and Kendall here? Hang on. The the giant needs to make a con save real quick. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Uh, um, barely made that, but okay. All right. Uh, so in 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 that case, I'm going to use my um. Swarmkeeper feature and um, uh, have the bees sort of swarm around it and hit it one more time. All right. Um, which it just gathered swarm. Uh, it's one d six, but I uh, so it's five more points of piercing damage. Yeah. Uh, wait, actually, that's real bad. Um, five plus the damage taken. No, it it falls to the bees. Okay. Cool. Um, as and then the, sort of as um, the bees, uh, the bees I, swarm over the frost giant, and its and its body just sort of collapses down into the hole. Is it, it, it so? It's like it's gone in the hole. Yeah, it's it, it was beginning to climb out of it, but it had is killed, and its body just sort of slumps down and falls as, into the floor beneath. As it's falling down, uh, just us will say, "Hold on to Mistle," and will if I can run up the arm, jump off, and shoot uh, with my bonus action uh, uh, at, uh, the with my hand crossbow at at uh, the stunned Stark. Alright, make that attack with advantage because it's stunned. 
Or is it stunned? Oh. It is stunned as well, yeah. Yes. Uh, so that, I have advantage on that, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Like seven different ways. Yeah, you got a bunch of advantage piled onto that thing. Um... Uh, all right. Well, that'll be a twenty-four. Yep. Roll damage. Uh, so six points of damage. Um, and now I assume I can land here. Yeah. And take I take missile with me, right? Yep. The missile's riding on you. Um. Does this bring back a memory, like out of out of curiosity? Do I remember fighting with a very small person? You do, in fact. Do in fact. You don't okay, have. Cool. You don't get a whole lot of details out of it, but you do seem to have a memory of a very of a very diminutive ally that you had had many battles with. So, yeah, what, yeah. like one of the secret keepers might have been around missile size. Yeah, somewhere around there. Awesome. Okay, cool. Um, and and that is my turn. Uh, my uh, uh, thing moves with me. If, if if you would, I don't know why I can't move it. I apologize. It's all right. I just need to actually be able to click on the damn thing. There we go. Which is good, because it's all four Starks' turns, and they now need to make those wisdom saves. <laughs> uh, all four Starks that we can see. Oh my gosh. Wow. For for those for those listening, I just rolled forty eight and got a one, a one, a three, and a one. What's your DC? Uh, Seventeen. None of them make it. Cool. All of them take six damage. And are and are not able to benefit from being invisible. It is oh, nice. If it, if it makes a difference, it's radiant. It doesn't here, although uh, at least not for damage purposes, although you think it might make some difference otherwise because oh, wait, these no. starts appear to be necrotically right. adapted. Right. Okay. Uh, one of the Starks on Till is stunned. The other one is not, so it's going to just take a bite with advantage. Uh, I, I, no, no, I can't do that yet. Never mind. Oh, that's a natural 20. Uh-huh. Uh, this is gonna hurt. Yep. Mm. Hold on, um, Till. Um, I just need like six more levels, and I got okay. you. No Apparently, way. it's not gonna hurt. At least it's not as much as it could, because that's three ones in its dice. Uh, so take twenty-five points of piercing damage. Wait, oh, I want been... to. Can I? Can I? Uh, can I see this one? The one that is attacking right now? Uh, uh not at the moment because it was it it, it it passed the fairy fire save and is currently hidden in the blood haze. Yep. Yep. Uh, oh, be Katie. <laughs> could have been worse. <laughs> yeah, could have been much worse because it rolled yeah. sixty tens plus six, and only and three Whoa. of them were ones. How is Till looking? He he's got big wings, um, that are encased yeah. in. All right. <laughs> All right, you make me a fucking medicine check. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a huge I... believer in you don't know. <laughs> right. Can I can I do that outside of my turn? Go ahead. That's a 19. I might know. He's looking pretty fucked up. <laughs> He's in less than half of his normal of his max health. Uh Kendall. 
yeah. as you're trying to figure out what's going on, uh, a shark comes out of nowhere trying to bite your face off. Cool. As it was hidden from you. Wow, that was almost an actual 20. Just, I'm assuming 28 hits you. <laughs> one that I can see? Uh, yes, you can see this one happening. Okay, then I'm a silvery barbit. Okay, cool. I have to roll again and choose a new one. Okay. Um, And I'm going to give... How many of the Starks can I see? Uh, Three of them. Three of them. All right, then I'm going to give my... Sell the advantage? <laughs> Not a bad choice. <laughs> the new roll is, however, still a 25. Yeah. I was going to say, the, I, I, an attack against me was the wrong one, because I these things probably have to roll like a three to hit me or something like that. My armor class is 13. That's roll a four to hit you. You're okay, four. <laughs> um, yes, you hit. Uh, So you take... Uh, 15 points of piercing damage. And similarly, this one begins to thrash and spread out a haze of blood. Okay. The next one is gonna come over and gnaw on the Zervan. Do I I get an attack of opportunity? Uh, I don't think it actually leaves your threatened range at any point. I think my threatened range is only... It's only five feet, but it doesn't actually leave within five feet of you because it takes up three squares. Yeah, they're, oh, they're okay. smaller on the map. They uh, should okay, yeah. this that size is than... fair. Yeah, they don't have the full circle around them, so. Because I'm just using a model rather than giving them a full-on token because I don't have Hell a yeah. stat sheet. No, that, no, that's that's totally cool, and I like how it looks. I, I just, I, I get what you're saying now. Uh, the Zervan is uninjured, so they do not get their... Blood frenzy advantage. Would they even get it if the servant was injured? Because it doesn't have blood. They get advantage of melee attacks against any creature that does not have all of its hit points. Okay. Uh, does twenty six hit the servant? However, yes, it does. Okay. I do like that. What that implies? That implies the that the stars are like, oh yeah, this is going real well. <laughs> does the servant count as a creature? It is. Okay. It is enough of a creature to have hit points in an armor class. Well, because vehicles, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how vehicles stack on. The they, they, scale. they count as a creature or, or, or oh, not a creature yeah. whenever it's a disadvantage. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I mean, for balance purposes, I think it needs to be a creature no matter what. That's fair. Yeah. I'm just curious because I, I genuinely <laughs> yeah, don't know. It, ba- it yeah. basically gets whatever is worse for you between being a creature and not being a creature. Gotcha. How much damage? <laughs> Get off the fact that the Starks understand that that this machine is wounded. I just keep picturing one with a monocle going, Oh, I say, have rather good strike against that mechanical... Uh, 22 damage to, <laughs> to the Zervan. Seems to be something up with one of those sprockets in the lane. <laughs> See if you can find an on-off switch, Reginald. Wait till they, wait till they adapt to the Zervan and we get steampunk uh, Starks. You get cyber Starks. <laughs> That might have been the danger of that might have been the danger of what might happen if they had actually made it to Tintaras because gnomes love tinkering. <laughs> Cyber sharks. What if your careless hand? What if what if your careless hands rot? I mean, so what we're saying is, once again, 
an for the second time this week, and we're glad that an exploration voyage went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> too soon? No. No. Exactly. no. Soon enough. Uh, yeah, fuck Ernest Shackleton. Street is up. Uh, Strida is going is now zombieless. Um, but there's a. I always no, shop the at stun war shoe stores. The the stun wore off of that Stark at the, at the end of its turn. So uh, at the end of it's turn, the end of your turn. Oh, that's a good question, actually. Um, I mean, it's the end, end of, of your, your next turn. turn. End of my turn. Oh, yeah, fuck. It, it, well, it if she's got advantage on something, she's gonna take. Take a shot at that, then. Mm -hmm. Alrighty. Bada bump bump. Morsel. Hell yeah. Atta girl. <laughs> so I'm it assuming hits. both of those hit. hit. Mm -hmm. Bada bump bump bump. Morsel in it. So she does 17 slashing and 5 radiant to the Stark, and then 10 slashing and 6 radiant to the Stark. 22 and 16. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Mistel is up. Target rich oh. environment. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> I know these things are supposed to look terrifying, but but these little Starks are kind of adorable. Yeah. The token <laughs> you chose is adorable. Yeah. Just like real sharks. Hell yeah. All right. I'm I'm still going for the big guy. It's dead. Sorry. Oh, it's dead. dead. Oh, there's yeah. Zo X zombies. Over. Zombies dead. Mm. Put, oh. an X, put an X over it. I, I okay. thought I did, but it didn't. Some, some, some of the bees. I saw it there for a moment, and then it yeah. vanished again. I'm yep. just gonna delete like, the like, thing. Better way. Better way to do it. Are still stinging it. I didn't get a chance to wall with it. Can I see the Starks? Uh, you can see the three that are immediate. Actually, you can see two of them that are immediately around you because one is. Hidden okay. itself in a blood haze. Okay, then I'll go for this one since I'm still on just us. Uh, you will this be attacking one's the one in the blood haze. Yeah, so. you, you will be attacking oh. it. At dis you can try and attack it, but it will be a disadvantage. Okay. Um. My blood. <laughs> yes, it is indeed Kendall's okay. blood. In that case, she's going to fly over to this one. There you go. Get that flanking. Why, yeah, why if you, did I hear that like the cadence of Tom Jones from burning down the house? My blood! <laughs> they might get what they're after. Yeah, if you fly over here, you can get flanking with it. Okay, th then yes. So roll your attack with advantage. Cool, baby. <laughs> I'm Petition old. for this to be just us's new voice? <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah, Mistel. Hell yeah. What's new, Cyberstocks? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay. okay, roll your critical damage and then roll double your sneak attack damage. Gotta love when it rolls. How do I roll critical damage on this? Just, just click on the short sword. Click yeah. on the, the button the button in the chat. Where, where the, the name of the attack in the chat were underneath that. Yes, I see. Rolled. Okay. So that if wow that was not great. No, it was. You rolled two ones there. Oh no, sorry. It it didn't it didn't roll the extra D6. Hang on. It oh. is, it's currently set at the the damage on your on Wow, all well, Hebel's character sheets got fucked up at some point. Hang on a minute. 
But yeah, they're updating the UI fairly regularly right now, which can cause some issues. Yeah. Come up with a new one, so that's gonna regularly. Hang on, let's just really quick roll two d six plus five there. It's okay. It's Eleven bad. damage, and then roll your sneak attack. Yeah. Roll your sneak attack twice. Yeah. Twice. Okay. Good lord! Wow, wow that's like so a sneak attack. Ones. So many ones. Oh my gosh. That was 28 total. Half of them were ones. <laughs> and the other half were twos and threes. With one uh, five in there. Over one half. Five. Yeah. 63% were ones. You you hear? Uh, no, exactly half. There were four ones one, out of two, the eight three. dice. Well, among the eight, but you if you also include the... Oh yes, if you, if you also oh, include right. the damage on the dagger, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's fair. Because there are also D6s. There Which were I guess is still half there. because it's five out of ten instead of four out of eight, but still. Yeah. Mistal, you hear a fine strike, Mistal, our once and forever friend. Uh, can I also attack with my offhand? Yes, go ahead. You have advantage on that one as well. Gustus is very sappy. Ceremonious, you might say. Creepy is the word you are looking for. There are many words. (laughs) Did the music stop or is it starting over? Sounds like it stopped to me. I don't hear it. It it, it was starting over. Uh, (laughs) I feel like I should load Sirenscape. Me too. Mm -hmm. And like, now they're not giving me shit for the music. (laughs) Again, that needs to not add your dex to the damage, but that is unfortunately one damage because that was minimum roll. Yeah. There's a lot of ones being rolled on your damage. Oh, that's right. The, 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 um, uh, 80s slasher music. Uh, surprise. Guys, you're up. You have advantage on your next d20 roll. Yes. So there are two starts that I can see right now because one of the three disappeared, correct? Yes. There are two that you can see right now. Um, that is and you, can, you, you, you theoretically know where the other ones are. You would just have disadvantage trying to hit them because you can't see them. Uh, I'm just, I'll just go for the two that I can see. I'm going to throw a uh, twinned uh, upcast magic missile, uh, to hit to do three. You can up. I don't think you can twin magic missile because it you can't more twin than magic. It yeah, is. You can't twin. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah they, you, they specifically can, call that one out for yeah, because you can because you can pick yeah. more than one target with it. Oh damn. Yeah. Now I will give you the choice here. Do you want to roll one die for all of your missiles, or do you want to roll each missile individually? Wait, wait, wait. I wanted to. Oh. I gotta, I gotta rethink. Okay, yeah, you can rethink your spell if you want. You can just pick a, a second. Thing. Twin spell is weirdly tricky, and it's like, yeah. unfortunately, it's way more restricted than I, than you want it to be for sure. Yeah, it requires that the spell be single target. Yeah, and technically, magic missile is not single target. Yeah, because you, you can pick it several. Out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. I, Same with I scorching ray. Interpretation that chaos bolt doesn't count as single target, which I think is bullshit because it's Wait, why chaos does, or only spell. Target either. Why it, does chaos bolt not count? 
it legitimately targets one thing yeah the argument that i've heard is because it can bounce but i personally no. think that's bullshit and in all of my games i'm like no you can totally twin it, chaos. It, no you can twin chaos it spell. can bounce but you only target once correct yeah mm -hmm. no i i mean I, again you're preaching to the choir yeah. on that yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I've I, seen some. I can I can see the argument in that it can technically hit multiple targets if you roll doubles, but that happens after the initial casting. So Correct. I would say you can absolutely twin chaos bolt. Also, like absolutely. that's what kicks ass about being a sorcerer. I'll <laughs> twin my chaos bolt then. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to. I can upcast it too, right? Yes, you yep. can indeed upcast your twin spell. All right. So uh, one of them is at. I mean, at uh, advantage. Yeah, so um, the, the first the first of these two attacks will be at advantage. All right, so when I click it, if everything works appropriately, it should ask me what level, what you level I want to cast it No, it yeah. didn't ask. It should ask you when you when you click to roll damage. Oh, okay. 13 um, does hit exactly. All right, so then I click Chaos Bolt to roll damage. Correct. Uh, boop. Oh, Hey, you're, both your D8s match. Both my D8s match! Um, Hell so wait, yeah. Uh, Thunder. I use my D... I use... Wait, what, what am I? D8s match, and I'm using my D8s to determine the... Yeah, your uh, D8s determine whether it bounces. Wait. And, and, determine, and determine the damage type, so yeah. So it's going to be Thunder, because they're both an 8. Yes. Um, so and this, then it this... bounces... So that's going to... Oh my god, why did I have to choose the complicated spell? <laughs> Surprise! Do attack roll against the new target and make a new damage roll. Alright. Um, this one is not an advantage because I already used my advantage. So yep. let's... Um, and it's going to go to a different start because it has to do that. Yes. I mean, Till's within 30 feet of that start <laughs> if you wanted to hit him. Uh, no, <laughs> not this time. Okay, I'll All right. go back to that idea. So we'll keep it on the books. Technically speaking, you can go on the you can go at the stunned Stark with that bounce, and it will still have advantage. Oh, uh, what? It's stunned. Because there's one of the Starks is stunned, and you can reach it because okay. it's stunned. The the extra attack will have advantage on it. Uh, is that one of the two that I can see, or one of yes, the ones you can you can in fact see it. So there's the two that I can see. I can bounce to the one that I, the other one that I can see is what we're saying. Yeah, and you also still have advantage because it's stunned. Yeah, so let's do that. Th so all three of now three of your attacks will have advantage. Yeah, yeah. because my uh, my next one was going to be for the other. Because that one's going to be taking two. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, because I twinned it. Um, yes. Oh wait, let me adjust my sorcery points for my twinning. Now watch, we get like constant eights, and then we rise. Oh, that's why some people restrict the twin. <laughs> I feel that's like statistically a, that's so rare that that's why it's 16 a to hit. Absolutely. 16 hits, roll damage. It's nonsense. still at level four. Uh, uh, they don't match, so they don't bounce again. No, uh, but you do deal a lot of damage. Either four or... It's four or seven, right? Seven. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do force. All right. Force uh, is always a good choice. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. so then I get There's only like one thing that's resistant to force damage. Because I twinned. Darth Vader. Uh, specifically, Helmed Horrors are immune or, to it, I believe. Or anything with a brooch of shielding. 
So now the this other one is also advantage because it's at the one that I just hit. Yes. Uh-huh. Twin, not the bad. Hell yeah. 17 hits, roll damage. Actually, broken shielding only protects against magic missiles specifically. Oh, you have resistance to force damage out, outside that. Hey, oh, that bounces again. <laughs> <laughs> this one is not an advantage, though. Yes, this one will go to the other one who is not at advantage. Yeah, that's what I was talking about, because it gives you resistance. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, somebody said immunity, and my brain is oh. cooking, so... Yeah. But an 18 hit? Um... Sort of got to this bounces again. Oh, that last <laughs> that last one was psychic damage. If it matters because yeah, it was a seven. Yeah. All right, roll your damage. It doesn't bounce, but it does um, deal a bit of more damage. Wait, why am I only rolling one d six for each of these? Uh the the that You're number not. up top that says variant is the extra damage. Oh, yeah, extra okay, 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 okay. You did twelve damage. Okay, I'm just. Bad. After doing a metric fuck Wait, ton of damage the first few, this one rolled normal. <laughs> Actually low. Yeah, this one could roll kind of low. Yeah, that's fine. I said four. I twinned one spell and got four. You spells. literally just <laughs> pinballed them. Right. Uh, speaking of the that last hit on that last hit on the stun one, uh, killed it. Yeah, yeah you spent Wait, four spell slots and hit three darks. Or sorry, Wait, you hit one spell slot and hit no, I, three. Stars. I. I, I Two. I fell. I used one spell slot, and I hit. I hit two stocks. Starts four times. Totally. Yes. Yeah. For yeah. one spell slot. What right. does it look like when uh, when surprise casts this? What does it look like when surprise casts chaos bolt? Um. Uh, an expletive is hurled along with just a mass of. Uh, it starts out as void energy, but then it's like an undulating mass of, um, it rotating energies, um, that splits out and literally pinball, pinball machines, boing, boing, um, but the verbal component is definitely an expletive. (laughs) Uh... A fine display. Surprise. Aptly named. Uh, yeah, I'm great. <laughs> uh, it is the Zervan's turn. Damage. Unless you had anything else you want to do on your turn. Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. Uh, I would like to make this uh, Stark between me and Mistle regret all of its life choices. Alright, what are you going to do with that? Uh, going to punch it real hard. Only your attacks. What you gonna do with all this tech, all this tech inside your mech? That'll hit. Their uh, AC is not high. They just have a lot of hit points that hit hard. For nine bludgeoning and fifteen lightning damage. Uh, that will kill it. All right. Uh, and then I will move over here, and similarly the other. So you will be rolling a normal attack here because while you are flanking, it is concealed. So. Do I get so you would have you would have disadvantage. It's but in a blood. It. It's in a blood cloud. It, yeah. Ah. Is there a perception check to see it to pick it out in the blood cloud, or is it just nope. full and concealed? Yeah. Uh, you can roll a perception check if you want to try and pierce it, but it's got a pretty high uh, DC. Let's see. May as well try. Not enough. Nineteen. 
and I, there's no differentiation between it and the blood as far as my thermal vision is concerned? Not really. The, in fact, the blood actually does a lot to obscure your thermal vision. Cool. So, flat roll. Flat roll. 31 days. That'll hit. Damn. Or 13 bludgeoning and 16 lightning damage. Uh, and if the other, if that other Stark is within five feet of it, uh, it'll arc over to it for half the light. They are five feet. They are more than five feet apart. Okay. Uh, Jasira's up. Uh, she's going to step forward a little bit just so she gets a slightly better view. Uh, the only two targets that she has left are at disadvantage. So she will fire her heavy revolver twice at the one that is on Kendall. Nine misses. Natural one misses. Oof, um, yeah. The offhand swarm pistol at disadvantage. 14 hits though. So a pair a pair of revolver shots just sort of zip past and, and miss in the into the cloud of blood. But the offhand that is holding a swarm pistol that just fires a burst of energy uh, does connect for three radiant damage. Nice. Uh, that makes it Xander's turn. Xander's going to pop off two uh, disadvantage shots against the one chewing on Kindle. Uh, 19, 19 and a 12. The, 12. the 12 misses, the 19 hits. For 12 fire damage this time. Significantly better. Blur. Uh, Kendall, you're up. There's a, there's, a char- there's, a, there's a shark chewing on you. Uh-huh. Um, there's a shark stewing on you. Let's see. I mean... We've got two left. Uh, I will... Sure, let's see how this even goes. Um, oh, hold on. Um, banishment. Let me tell you, one thing Starks don't have is charisma, so this is probably going to go badly. Uh, that's a negative two. <laughs> Which one were you banishing? The one on you, I'm assuming? Uh, uh, Yes, the one on me. All right. Uh, Kendall is not a tactical thinker. It uh, question goes away. Hate to be be that guy. Ken does Kendall have line of sight on it? I will say because it it is chewing on her, she can absolutely target it. Fair enough. It's not in this case, it's that I'm in the cloud with it and it's attached to me. There you go. I will say it's very difficult to not be able to see the thing that is taking chunks out of your flesh. Yep. Do, do we do we have any way of knowing if they're native? I was about to ask to those of Sorry. us who might have known. My bad. Uh, roll me a religion. Uh, either religion, arcana, or nature. Pick one. Uh, I am best at arcana. That you're, said, I am rolling s- dice. You're not you're not certain, but you're pretty sure they are native. Also okay. a ten. It's fine. 
Uh, that is my turn. It'll probably be back in a minute. Uh, Till, you're up. Fine ploy. Kendall was splendid in summer. Shut up! Uh, well, there's only one extant target currently um, that I think I've got eyes on, so we're just gonna shoot it twice. We'll be at disadvantage because it is in the blood haze. Oh, can I try for a perception check to see yeah, if I can undercut that? 27. 27 makes it. You can, in fact, see it okay. and try and shoot it. 28, 25, flurry of shells, 21, 31. All those hit. Okay. Oh, spend a key point. Boop. 13, 13, 11, 8. Nice. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just four shots. Bang, 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 bang. Are you trying and to now I feel like there's a lot more blood around for this thing to hide in, but still, progress is being made. Um, and if he can, he's going to shift over to yes. here. Doesn't technically leave its threatened space. No, you don't, you don't leave its threatened space. Okay, no. so. Yep. Uh, just us. Um, and the one that disappeared was here? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um... If I'm attacking, can I take my bonus action first? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, all right. So I will shoot it uh, with my uh, with my. I, I, I tend to be very lenient on the using a bonus action to attack as long as you subsequently then attack with your normal stuff. Okay. Cool. Um, disadvantage. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, you can roll a perception check if you want to try and pierce it, but it's a difficult DC. But that would would that be my action? No, you can just try, but it's oh, okay. difficult. Uh, twenty, not enough. Okay, uh, yeah, you're at disadvantage. Right. You know what? If I'm going to be at disadvantage anyway, I'm just going to uh, step up to it, um, and take a swing as uh, just us says, uh, Till Whalen, keen of eye, a fine shot, and will. Which one? Uh, All four of them. <laughs> a fine series of shots. An 18 to hit. Ah, 18 I hits. understand. <laughs> the, first one. the rest of them sucked. <laughs> right. Uh, the fourth 12. one was very good. The rest of them were mid at best. 12 damage. 12, 12 points. Yeah, 12 points. Yo. <laughs> uh, and then my next one will be at disadvantage, yeah? Yep. Um, oh, no, you know what? Actually, instead, um, I'm going to, uh, just sort of take that swing and then sort of reach out and, um, uh, let me just double check because this is as just us yet. Um, um, it actually won't even reach out. We'll just sort of swing. And I think even, you know, a fine series of shots. Um, and uh, you feel, Till, you feel a, uh, like a tingle as though, um, almost like, like you're starting to get a sunburn over your, over your skin. Uh, and I will cast um, Healing Word at... Uh, uh, third level. I, I just want to note that Kaltarn has received exactly zero of these compliments. 
Uh, that that was not intentional. I think I was not Petty. there. No, that's actually not true. I think I said something to you in the mech. Cause I... Start making better shots, Coltarn. Yeah, apparently I need to. I need so, to. I need uh, to Fourteen healing word. Uh, okay. <laughs> Honestly, to be fair, out of character, I may have instead done a Black Eyed Peas parody. Instead <laughs> <of> character, <laughs> that's on me. <laughs> um, no, no, I think he said something about Colton Keen of mine, but let can we retroactively say he did that instead of my stupid? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not upset about it. It was just funny. <laughs> uh, it is now Stark time. Uh, uh, it is now Cook time. <laughs> As the Stark turns around, uh, and they need to make their wisdom saves for yes, spiritual they guardians. Make, they do need to make their wisdom go. save. They're not great at it, but no, that's a nine. They take full damage. 18. Great view. Ooh, that Stark is not looking good. Um, does it see a way out of the situation? It is an animal and will try and flee if it can see a way out. Or does it feel cornered? It feels cornered. All right, it's going to try and murder its way out. That's a good way to do it. Uh, it will make an attack at Till. Because Till is not at his full hit. Excellent. Hits. No, he's not. Mm -hmm. That is a 23 to hit. That definitely hits. Mm -hmm. Um, I will still rebarb it. Alright. Uh, it'll make one more roll. Nice. That is a 19 to hit. That is exactly my armor class. Mm -hmm. Alright. You take 22 points of piercing damage. But surprise has an advantage to give to somebody. Hmm. Hmm. Who's getting the advantage this time? Uh, can I see the start? Uh, you see the burst of blood as it takes a chunk out of Till. Uh, it is currently concealed from view. Do I know who has the invisibility? Uh, yeah. You know that Till and... Uh, Coltarn. And Coltarn. I'll and give advantage. I believe Just Us as well. I'll give advantage to Coltarn. Alright. Uh, Strida is next. Um, she's going to maneuver over here to get flanking with uh, just us, which will make it a flat roll for her, right? Yep. Okay. Actually, she'll try and make the perception check. 24. She just makes it. The DC hey is 24. All right. So she's getting swinging at advantage. Proud of this girl. Hmm? 24 and 27. Both hit. So she does 10 slashing 5 radiant, 12 slashing 5 radiant for 32 total damage. Um, And... Uh, I think that's everything. For here's her. a, yeah. here's a weird conceptual question for your GM brain, Jack. How does the NPC that you are piloting want to do this? <laughs> oh, she's literally going to uh, strike down once, just as like a range finder, and then literally seeing where the 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 impact landed, just stick the tip, angle the blade, and literally just open this thing side like an envelope, so all the organs fall out. Just the tip. Yeah, so Strida, Strida strikes in with a thrust, finds that she has purchase, and then just 
sort of leans her shoulder into it and basically dashes along the side of this thing, and there is a tearing sound as the Stark's innards are opened and spill out uh, across the across the floor as its body sort of drifts lazily. It smells fantastic. <laughs> well, we're all in we're all in void suits, so we don't smell it. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise can smell it. Yeah, sort of. The air is the the atmosphere is very thin here, so you can sort of smell it. I mean, I'm pretty sure even if we're in void suits, a lot of them have probably gotten them torn by getting eaten by Starks. <laughs> That's fair, That's fair. There's a there like most void suits have like patching gels that try and fill in holes that get punctured, so you're still not you're not losing oxygen, but it doesn't feel good. Stings a bit. Uh, Patching gels that are also astringent. <laughs> we we still have a Stark to kill. No, it's dead. No, yeah. uh, one the, there's one that got banished. But oh, it's right, not yes. Here. We can't kill I, it. Just, just us, had, as soon as the other one was dead, just us has walked back over to where the other one is, has the bolide blade out, and it's just sitting there like, Strictly, the strictly, strictly speaking, the remaining Stark has taken 84 of its 120 worth of hit points and is currently banished and you've got a minute to set up strikes on it. It's, it's not dead. surviving when it comes back. Right. Mm. So Ready to actions all go off. So it pops <laughs> in. I just wanted to be very clear. We have not forgotten it. Yeah. <laughs> a barrage of gunfire uh, and punches and slices go into it and then we're done. <laughs> A Stark comes back to be murdered. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, Phil takes a breath and then who's... turns to Kendall. Miss Fairchild, are you all right? I'm fine. Who's holding I'm the motion good. sensor? Kendall I and... and uh, Kendall? Yeah, yeah, I check it. Uh, Kendall, is there anything else coming? I... I'm waiting to know. Kendall, Kendall looks at it, um, and uh, it looks like the motion is quieted for now. No, we good. All right. How's everyone's wounds? Anyone need immediate major healing? Till? Till is covered yes. in bite marks. <laughs> Till is standing there, and, like, his void suit covers most of him. Um, but, like, on the inside of the faceplate, there's just splatters of blood up. You can see, basically, him from about here up. If if you will allow it, Just Us comes over to you, and we'll sort of reach out. Both Both hands of the armor come up to lay on your shoulders, if you'll allow it. I like to think that Just Us comes over and the hands just go to drop like that until just absolutely mirrors the uh, <laughs> gesture and puts him on Just Us's. What can I do for you? Um, there is... Let me check if I have to say anything. Um... Uh, yes. Um, so, um, uh, uh, Justus says, 
may your burdens be eased till Wayland bearer of burdens and I will cast uh, cure wounds at second level okay mm -hmm. uh, uh, so sure. well 12 plus five so 17 17. Uh, I suppose I'm a bearer of easier burdens now then. <laughs> um, and and you also notice like one of those bees that is accompanying you independently of just us is trying to shove one of those like horrible <laughs> web mochi into your mouth and you can have as many at, good at, berries as you want. At, at, mm, um, no, currently um, before he'd be going into overages Till could manage to put down about 38 good berries. So as many of those. Yeah. Um, I, have... <laughs> I don't know if Till is physically capable of eating 38 good berries, considering that they nourish you for a 24-hour period. I was about to say, you will either put on a significant amount of weight from that number of, of, that <laughs> number of, ex of excess calories, or you're going to shit bricks. Literal bricks. <laughs> I, I have I have a hundred of them. I would argue it's the opposite. <laughs> I have I'm sorry. Them. How many? A hundred. Because he spent all of it. Because he spends all of his spell yeah, slots the previous all, night all casting goodberry in the last all, twenty four hours. All, all yeah, exactly. All of my unspent spell slots go into goodberries at the end of each day. And As yesterday, I only cast one spell slot. <laughs> Death by goodberry. <laughs> um, I would exactly, argue. Holly. It'll be like two weeks before you have a bowel movement again. <laughs> but yeah. you can you can eat as much honey as you are comfortable eating. Um, That's why I restrict the fuck out of that spell, right? <laughs> how, how, who who else is injured? I'm going to give and him is another not four hit points. Uh, the Zervon is injured, but it's a machine. Yeah, the Zervon, yeah. Prepared. And it's barely injured, so. Uh, oh, yeah, no, if that's a thing. Ending, surprisingly. He'll go over and see if he can patch it up with his uh, shipwright stools. Uh, uh, mending will mending will fix, like, small things. It won't really we, fix. We don't the, really the have machine. the time to run repairs on the Zervon right now. Your ability as a shipwright talks. has a thing. Um, Called I'll patch it. <laughs> yeah, I'll patch it. What does it do? Number of hit points equal to equal number of hit points modifier. to a ship. I don't know if this would qualify. And equal to five times your proficiency modifier, which in this case would be uh, twenty. Hmm. Yeah. Um. I would say that you can do that, but it will have to be over the over the course of a short rest. For oh god, no way. We still have the majority of this ship to explore, right? Yes. Yeah, you, we were you... on our way to the cargo hold where we think they stored the Starks. Hmm. Yeah. Although it looks like they've gotten loose. Do, do we have any indication of how many there were? I don't remember. I don't think we don't found think any so. records on that specifically. Hmm? At least four, I'd say. Hmm? That, right. I think that's a fair guess. If there was less <laughs> than four, then I'm worried. By the way, surprise. Excellent spell work. That was quite yeah, impressive. Yeah, I mean, I do what I can. Well, I'm not bad. Let's continue on towards the cargo base. We can verify how many Starks we're potentially looking for. Indeed. Till, please stay behind the mech. 
Fair enough. By the way, can you do a structural analysis on this? And uh, Till bends over the hole and looks down because he's looking at this going, shortcut? Yeah, what uh, else is, what is on the other end, side of that hole? So uh, the, the hole basically busts down into the floor beneath where you can see the decaying corpse of the, of the frost giant zombie. Um, and as you, as you look down and sort of like look around, um, this looks like it was a maintenance hallway um that somehow this giant's body was in you're not certain how the body got here yeah, um, are giants like a space-faring race uh like, they are there ships of giants are, are do giants God, ever so. join human crews so giants tend to keep to themselves on their own planets and in their own ships finding a giant among a crew of non-giants is a rarity even more so a frost giant, because most frost giants tend to keep to like individual pirate crews. Very and small, the, like unlikely to be seen. Do we have uh, the other two ships? Do we know what make they were? The ones uh, that we haven't looked at yet. One of the other ones was also human, and then the third one was werewolf. Um, was uh, uh, werewolf. Scolian, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Shifter, specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Till's gonna, if it looks reasonably hazardless, hmm. Till's gonna fly down and toss that giant's body, see if he can figure out anything on that. Let's have a look and see what our Till. taller what, friend. What did I just say? I, I can literally it. see it from here. Drop down with him. Come, come along, Colzar, and jump down. Climb down. Is there enough room in the maintenance? I mean, there's down. enough. Room. Can I can Is I have Coltard enough... make a make a make an insight check? Mm. Sure. Is there actually enough room in this maintenance shaft for like a frost giant to move around comfortably? Not comfortably, like theoretically, but you imagine like if this thing was moving through this place, it would have been like either on hands and knees or crawling for most of ah, it. It's a Jeffrey's tube for giants. Um, uh, I don't have that three, so just sixteen. I, you're, Till is an alien and therefore thinks in elevation as just another dimension. For him, this is the equivalent of walking into another room. Yeah. With the door wide open that you're just on the other side of. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Right. Rise <laughs> is going to duck Do their head of... through the floor of this maintenance shaft and see what's on the other side of it. Yeah, you, you sort of just like lean your head down and punch it through the floor. Um, and, uh, like, look around. Uh, there is, you, you stick your head into a mess of wires and cables. It looks like this is some of the inner workings of the ship underneath this floor. Why did it, why was it in the maintenance shaft? Why we was it on the yet. ship to begin with? Where did it come from? That's Dude. what I'm finding out. Of, of what might be animating these things? I mean, is it just void energy that causes bodies to get up and walk around, or is there something? Well, there else? Is necromantic energy, like all over. Yeah, you do. You do know this ship is awash in wild necromantic energy, and that just causes things to get up on their own, or does it? Have I mean, theoretically, energy? but you don't know that. We uh, also, where did the yet. wherever the necromantic energy came from might also have caused zombies. Uh, uh, I. But... Go I ahead, am let me operating under the assumption until. that it didn't just spontaneously. I would, 
21. Uh, he did say guidance, so roll d4. Oh, okay. Mm. Twenty-five. <laughs> so as you look oh, around, wow. Till, um, one thing that you notice, uh, there's a cavity in this in this frost giant zombie's chest underneath its beard. Um, and as you as you shift the beard aside, uh, you look you look inside and you can see that there is a spider-like um machine implant pressed into its chest where its heart would be. Oh, um, <laughs> okay. As you as you look at it, you see that it is like this sort of spider web of machinery that sort of latches on to several of the like the the bones around it. Uh and the surface of it is like a roughly ovoid disc with a like a clear like bulletproof glass pane filled with a black Icarus liquid. Colton, I have something here that might require your expertise. <laughs> I will disembark from the Zervon once I get down there and check it out. I do not know what the fuck I'm looking at here. <laughs> um, technology roll? You can only technology. 24. That's our boy. Hmm. Uh, with a 24, you recognize this device as something that is created to pump uh, the oil of the... Uh, what did I give the name of this fucking thing? Um, as long as it's not Phyrexian, I'm cool. Hmm? Compendium. What did I call this thing? I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lazarus, what did you name your virus? Or Lazar? Da, 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 da. Lazar's us virus. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this um, this is basically a massive, because it's built for a giant, um storage and repository and distributor device for necros virus uh nanomachine matter mm. uh that implies this giant was made undead artificially using the necros virus mm -hmm. that also implied that this giant was made that way by the Undead pirate crew who we've run into once that I can't think of the name of. Uh, the Necros Pirates. Uh, yeah, theoretically, the Necros Pirates are the ones are the ones who do the most work in in manipulating the Necros virus, being you know made with it. So, um, but that Nix, yeah, Pirate is, Queen Nix. Yeah, this is a prime example of don't touch it. I didn't. I'm I'm just I'm making that. I only almost did. I'm making that clear for everyone. <laughs> this is yeah. I came out of the mech to, to investigate it. Uh, yeah, this is a delivery mechanism for the Necros virus, the nanomachine-based virus that turns things into undead. Uh, hence, <laughs> don't touch it. Uh, <laughs> this would indicate that the zombie was that this was a manufactured giant zombie. Um, 
do I know uh, other than other than like the undead? Would anybody else have this technology? I mean, it was originally a troll that created it, right? Um, like, and theoretically, mad scientists and weird people across the galaxy have tried to experiment with the Necros virus previously, but the only people that are widespread known for its use uh, are the Necros pirates and people yeah. like them. So, uh, discounting the possibility of a mad scientist somewhere playing with tools he doesn't understand. This would most likely indicate that this was created by the Necros Pirates and left here hmm. by the Necros Pirates. It needs to be destroyed. I mean, we kind of did that, didn't we? The tech, I think, uh, just us is talking about the technology, I think. And yes, it well, does, but carefully. Wait, it could still. <clears throat> yes. It could still turn somebody into a zombie. Yeah. Um, under 25, does this guy have anything in his pockets either? Like anything identifiable or anything like that? Hmm? Uh, it looks like... Or even like, just, you know, credits? I don't know. Uh, it looks like the majority <laughs> of his gear was stripped from him. You suspect okay. this was a specific plant. Mm-hmm. They took anything valuable off of him, uh, stuck the machine in his chest, and left him here for someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aren't we gonna, once we figure all this stuff out, aren't we gonna blow this ship anyway? Probably. Hmm. So, maybe we just leave this here, and then when we blow up the ship, it destroys that? No, we're going to be salvaging the ship. Uh, potentially taking it apart, even with explosives, isn't going to guarantee the destruction of the device. Also, so if my count is correct, we have mad scientists, werewolves, pirates, robo-zombies. Well, pot potentially mad scientists, most likely just the undead pirates. Evil sharks. They're not evil, they're just hungry. Mm. So the I Necros. think they're called Starks. The Necros pirates are evil enough to account for any of the rest. Is there any? But yes, there that... are a wide variety of hazards that we've <laughs> collected over a short period of time. You're not wrong. <laughs> Is there any chance that the destruction of the ship could result in a spreading of the effects of this device? Uh, theoretically, the oil itself is a nanomachine composite. If it gets loose from that device, any any organic matter it touches risks infection. Uh, yes, yeah, so the the chemical solution that is being pumped through the body by the machine itself is itself the virus. Uh, if any of it gets loose in the destruction of the device or the destruction of the body that it's contained in, then it risks additional infection. Which is now, I will, I will say, removed, I will, I will specify carefully. this because I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound way more dangerous than it is. The the ichor that makes up the that makes up the necros virus has to enter into someone's system to begin infecting them. Yeah. You don't get it from just skin contact. It has right. to either be put into your bloodstream or ingested or some other way. It has to get inside you. Coltarn is not going into those specifics. Because he doesn't want anybody to treat it. He wants everybody to treat it as if it was uh, transferable by contact. Because mm -hmm. then you'll treat it with more respect. 
Coltarn knows his audience. Then, yeah, destruction, then destruction of the ship is insufficient. We need to make certain that the virus contained within this device is neutralized prior to demolition. Can you do well, your mumbo jumbo that you did with the skeletons? Uh, turn undead, unfortunately, while it will destroy things made by the necros virus, does not destroy the virus itself because the virus is not technically an undead. Uh, this is a technological problem and will require a technological solution. Uh, can I, do I, can I just construct a containment device for it real quick? Yeah, you can probably make a, a like, a, just a sealed container designed to just hold the device. Yeah, I can contain it until we can get Hell, Xander can probably do that too. Right. how quickly... Oh, Xander, would you mind giving me some assistance? Uh, actually, I think I might have that one. That was a uh, question, not a do it quickly. Uh, I think I might have a container, Xander quickly. says, as he uses as he uses his tool belt to just produce one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. I'll take a few minutes. What was that, Craig? How big is the device? Uh, it's roughly the size of what would have been the giant's heart, so like fist, like bleh. football. <laughs> yeah, football size. Uh, I will. Unless anyone has an objection, we would like to carry it. Uh, I would like. Yes, I do have an objection. I would like to have either myself or Xander carry it, just because the experts on the subject matter should monitor it in case it begins. Behaving in ways that is not easily identifiable. This this containment will hold it for a while. Um, it's imperfect, but it'll it'll do for us exploring the ship. So, with Xander's help, we'll extract and contain it. Mm. All, right, All right, can we get going now so we can go find out how many Starks there are? Yes, please. Yeah, the, yeah, I don't... Keep I in don't, mind, yeah. Kendall's still up top. Kendall mm. has not moved down this whole time. Okay. Is, is Coltarn good. taking the containment unit, or is Xander? Uh, I'm going to put it in the mech. Okay. Where it's, right. cold, where it's yeah, concealed. The, the... At the very least, if it turns anybody into a zombie in there, it's stuck in the mech. Sorry. Where's Mistle during uh, all this? Sorry, we, we would agree we find nope. that okay. acceptable. Uh, Mistle is on just us, his uh, shoulder. Okay. Hmm. <clears throat> um, Till's going to fly up to Kendall then, I think. Hmm. How are we looking for a motion sensor now? Hmm. Everything's still blank. Till nothing can we go. Yes. Hmm. Um, based on our navigation... Shani, um, does Till think it would be more efficient to take a maintenance tunnel or our current passageway that we were on already? Uh, so the maintenance tunnel is a straighter shot uh, throughout the length of the ship. Um, okay. It is more cramped, uh, and if there are any dangers in it, you'll be in a more confined space. Um, but it is the straighter path between you and either the reactor, the cargo bay, like the weapons batteries. Mm -hmm. Most of most of the important places on the ship, the maintenance tunnels can get to them more efficient. All right. And when you're talking more cramped, because like our previous passage, you know, there was like 20 some feet of headspace and stuff. Is it still like walkable for us? It's still, it still walkable for most of you. The mech has to squeeze through it. Okay. Which means the mech is moving at half speed and is like very tightly packed in. 
he'll present that to Coltar and then do you want to take the long way around so that we've got more maneuverability for uh for the Zervan? Hmm. That would probably be best, yes. All right. Sounds good. Mm. Out Sorry. of the tunnel, then. We're taking we... the longest way possible. Not the longest way possible, but the mech will be moving very slowly if we try and take the maintenance tunnels. Okay. Hmm? We we will probably make better time hmm? if we stick to the I main mean... passages. Well, in the maintenance tunnel is... Did the zombie, did the uh, giant zombie leave evidence of uh, where it came from? Like, is there scraping or anything? There there are significant, like, scrape marks and, like, uh, like trails from, it seems to have crawled here from, if you were to pick a direction, probably the direction of the cargo bay. Counterpoint. Uh, any chance we want to confirm where this virus is coming from? I mean, the virus isn't going to... Isn't it, though? One of them is going to kill us quickly. One of them is going to kill us slower. We concur with surprise. It is not impossible that there are other virus bearers still behind. If they were to come up behind us as we encountered more Starks, it could be disastrous. I am more afraid of the virus. Is there anything that Till can do to make a tactical analysis on this and get an uh, idea? Roll me a general intelligence check. Okay, he's got a plus two to that. <laughs> Nine. Only thing that's I'm coming to mind. Use my last inspiration. Five. <laughs> Nine. Uh, <laughs> the only thing. The only thing that's coming to mind right now is that these tunnels. Something was put in these tunnels for a purpose, which means that something probably thought the tunnels were important enough to put a giant zombie in it. Um, huh. The other factor that comes to mind is that you haven't been attacked by more Starks yet. Which usually means that there aren't any in your immediate vicinity. Right. Because I mean, if one, once one of them starts attacking, the rest of them will come. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If y'all mm-hmm. aren't planning on giving me shit for it, I'll go. Y'all can take the main route. I just want to make sure there's nothing else that's going to... No more goo. No more goo, please. I, you know... <laughs> I was going to say... I know someone's going to start yelling, but there are a lot of us. We can go two directions. I was going to suggest that, yeah. All right. If we do that, Coltarn would lead one, I'd lead the other. Let's have... There are nine Surpri- of you total, so it would be one party of five and one of four. Right. Surprise. Miss Fairchild, Shrida, and I will take the maintenance tunnel. The rest of you 
because I know Strita has the ability to heal a bit. Yeah, yeah, um, she can do a bit of healing. Right. Shouldn't shouldn't the person who can't get to the Stark that with the where we were heading quickest lead the other team? That's what I'm saying. Coltarn isn't able to bring the Zuvan down in this maintenance tunnel. So Coltarn's going to be in charge of the corridor team. You, me, Surprise, and Shrita will be taking the maintenance tunnel, the more direct route, but cramped. Okay. In, to make sure I understand out of character, yeah, the maintenance tunnel in the direction of the cargo bay? We're all converging on the cargo okay, bay. Okay, yeah. all right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, no, uh, we... Ostensibly, but surprise well, we think. intending mm -hmm. to follow the zombie tracks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they don't go to the cargo bay. Then we'll be on comms, and we'll let everybody know. Mm -hmm. Jeremy? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm just going with it at this point. Okay. I, <laughs> I don't understand where anything is at this point. Do you uh, want to... I can explain it. I mean, so the the current plan, as I understand it, is that you are you're currently in the crew quarters of this right. of this of this ship. Uh, your last known location of where the Starks would have been stored is in the cargo bay. Uh, the trail of this creature dragging itself also seems to point in the direction of the cargo bay, but not necessarily from there. We don't know until you follow it. Okay. The current goal uh, is to have. Uh, Coltarn leading the crew that is not going into the maintenance tunnel make their way to the cargo bay via the regular routes through the ship while the other crew going into the maintenance tunnel follows these tracks and sees if they also end up in the cargo bay and if not finds out where this thing came from and communicate on comms confirm mm -hmm. tactical appraisal how tanky is Strita uh, very <laughs> okay all right She's a sack of hit points. Okay, all right. That then, then I think that removes just us's only concern. Okay. So all ultimately, right. we're all going to the exact same place. Most as far as we know right now. As far as we know right now. The maintenance crew team will probably get there faster if they are okay. going to the cargo bay. All right. I retract like everything I said in the last ten minutes. Then, <laughs> well, I mean, I feel I like it was valid confused. things to. I think it was valid things to say because that's what got us to split the team, the group in in the first place. But yeah, no, you're good. All right, be careful and let us know if you get caught in a small tunnel with a bunch of Starks, and I'll start punching my way down. Excellent. Mm -hmm. I'll point out I where we're at. That. We're good. I'm just going to stick my arm through a wall. I'm the follow the beacon. You have to, you have to pull your hand down every now and then because it works in a short burst, but it's just like stick hand up, continue walking, stick hand down, stick hand up, continue walking. If we are not in time, this may be a good moment to discuss. How would each of you prefer to have your remains disposed of? <laughs> Not a good moment to discuss that, Justus. Let's go. Why would, you, why would you say that? Because we find it significantly more difficult to have that discussion after the fact. That's what's. Oh, you can just wake me up and then we'll talk about it. 
That's what we know that is for. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, the short answer for that is... Oh, we lost someone. We lost, um, we lost Jack the Second's video. The short answer for that is that uh, you can you you can you can ask my dad when he shows up and murders you for letting me die. So <laughs> I don't know if I'm comfortable going with justice anymore. Technically, only Till is contracted to keep you alive, so he murders Till for letting you die. I'm sorry. Oh, did you think that would stop him? Oh, if Miss Fairchild's dead, I'm already dead. <laughs> To clarify, Mistel, we would obviously prefer to avoid that, but we find in dangerous circumstances, it is best to prepare for the worst. I find it's best to start shooting. I understand. I think this is a really bad time for this conversation, though. It is. Tell you what, we'll uh, we'll put a, we'll we'll cover this as soon as we get back to the Golanj Volkir, if we don't find a nice resting spot before then, but we'll address it as soon as we can. All <laughs> right. Uh, Party. Miss Fairchild, yes. do you need a hand down? <laughs> nope. I you jump. Just misty step there. Step jump. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a squishy zombie to land on. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Kendall Fairchild, jumping down holes to land on bodies. So, the party goes in two directions. Jumping in holes. Jumping in holes. End it there. If there is table, dance on table. If there right. is hole, jump down hole. <laughs> no, at the moment, this is because she's a she, she, she's an annoyed and petty little bitch. <laughs> she knows that's going to infuriate Till. It's okay. Till made a choice on how to split the party slightly to annoy Kendall. Xander's going with the corridor group. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. <laughs> Prize is not also going with no, Xander, though. Kendall's yeah. actually okay with that. Okay. Uh, so that is ostensibly the less dangerous group. Yeah, theoretically. Um, <laughs> so, uh, between the two groups, the corridor group, the, the, like, the, the, ac the maintenance corridor group doesn't need to roll anything. They're walking the straight damn line. Um, the rest of you, uh, somebody in the other group, go ahead and give me a survival check. Uh, I will. Might, I, I will. It might you, should be me, perhaps. I will give you advantage. Should not me. be me. I will help you make a survival check. All right, and I will guide myself as well. Uh, so that's a twenty-four plus twenty-five. So. Uh, just us as you've, you've sort of, you've taken the time to memorize the, the supposed layout of this ship. And so you just have to sort of maneuver around collapsed corridors and hallways and just sort of make your way through. Um, but, uh, you'll be going for a while. Okay. Um, the other half of the crew, uh, makes their way down the, through the tunnels. Um, the... About halfway down the maintenance tunnels, uh, Kendall, the motion sensor starts to go off. And as you look How at it, big. Uh, there's a lot of movement, a lot of movement, but it's happening beneath you. As uh, in through a wall? Yeah, like through the floor. Right. Uh, guys, 
as you, as you like take a step closer, you just see more movement. And but it's all I didn't like... take a step closer. Yeah. <laughs> I said, uh guys. Yeah. Movement. Lots. Now I take a step closer. There's <laughs> more. Yeah. It it seems like roughly um circling movement. Like you keep seeing like lines that go in a like a roughly curved arc and then come back in a roughly curved arc and it's like it's all moving in one direction but it's like a circular motion. Um well that's very strange. Hmm? I could check it out stealth mode. All right. I'm going to uh, suddenly Surprise's body just sort of slumps. Are you going to take an ethereal jaunt down? Yeah. Okay. So you... <laughs> so d is it like a string, a puppet who got its strings cut, kind of? Just like, That's all y'all see. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. I was thinking they were. she was going to the head. Um... So the, the you notice you notice a you got a lot thing. to learn. You got a lot to learn, Phil. You, you know, you notice a weird thing. Surprise! The amount of necrotic energy in here is God. permeating into the ethereal, which oh, means God. you're moving like through soup. You Ooh. are moving very slowly through the ethereal plane. Uh, as you am like, I gonna have time within a a minute to peek through and back? You you might. You'd probably be pushing it, but you, you do know that if the, if the time limit runs out, you just get yanked back to your body okay. because you're aligned to it. So, um, Is it um, is it harmful for me to it's be not, moving through this? It's not painful, but it is hella uncomfortable. Itchy. All right, I'm gonna do it. Alright, okay. so you, you sort of you sort of like push and shove your way through this morass of necrotic energy and make your way down. I'm just going ick, 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 ick the whole time. And you'll get it in your mouth. <laughs> eventually, you make your way down through the, the... The one upside of this is that there is so much necrotic energy permeating everything that it is basically contouring the ship. The ship, which normally would not exist in the ethereal plane, it would be very difficult to make out. You can now see the outlines of it because of all the energy permeating everywhere. Um, but as you, as you make your way down through, um, you see that there is a, as you, as you make your way through, you eventually come into what appears to be a large open space. And there appears to be a single centralized, massive focal point of this energy that is like outputting it seemingly like a massive reactor of necrotic energy that's what and, i was worried about and around it you can't make out what they are but dozens if not more small not small they're not small at all but dozens if not more shapes just sort of circling around this reactor they do not appear to be starks though you can't make that out can't tell you can just tell that they are things and in the dozens. Yeah. And we have found the source of the necrotic energy. At least on this ship. You don't know if there are similar situations on the other two. Okay. All right. I hate all of that. 
Um, I'm just going to allow myself to be yoinked back because I don't want to wade through all this stuff again. Yeah, so uh, your body your body snaps back into the suit. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, it's there's uh, whatever whatever this necrotic situation is. It's in there, and so are just so many, and it is it's real icky in here, guys. It's real icky. You're muted, Jack. The Elder. About how far down was it? Uh, space is difficult to tell on the ethereal, but roughly speaking, you're looking at 40 to forty to 50 feet. It, it, yeah, about 40, 50 feet. It, it's a lot harder to move. Um, on the ethereal plane, because the necrotic energy is like, it's like walking through a swamp. It oh. sucks. All right. It's well, not normal. I don't like it. That's like totally not normal. Very not. Is normal. it? It's very not normal. No. You guys wanted not to even just a go tiny home. Bit. That would be okay with me. But I mean, the ethereal plane is where ghosts come from, right? And ghosts are undead, so wouldn't there usually be a lot of necrotic? That is so ghosts, simplistic way of thinking of ghosts. That's reductive. I'm not an expert. I apologize. <laughs> That's like prejudice towards ghosts. <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah, oh, it's absolutely a thing. Cocktail. Learn something new every day, I suppose. I'm gonna jump on the comms and let uh Coltarn know that but vital vital vitalism vitalism is a very clear and present danger that the sentient undead deal with every right? day. <laughs> undead, yes, unperson no. <laughs> <laughs> So you calm, you calm, Coltarn. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to wave so he knows where we're talking about specifically. Mm. Uh, Coltarn, we seem to have found the central focus of the necrotic energy on this vessel, at least. Uh, it's about 40, 50 feet below our current positioning. Uh, pretty heavy activity down there, seems. Uh, we weren't able to identify exactly what sort of entities, but mm, several dozen orbiting whatever this focus point is. It might have minimum. been hundreds. Can I pull up... Somewhere between several dozen and hundreds. Can I pull up a schematic a of the lot. ship and see what would be there? Um, According to schematic, that should be where the ship's reactor core is, but the ship has no power. Uh, is that the kind of description that one might get from an undead reactor core? Not usually. Like that's not yeah. like like there are there are necrotic ship cores um, yeah. that have to be fed souls to keep the ship powered, um, which you'll okay, usually find on which you'll usually which you'll usually <laughs> find like on Necros pirate ships. Um, but um, that's not like they typically 
send power to the ship, not just radiate necrotic energy to everything. But if they were, da- if like it's just like if I could just like imagine it, you know, just like working through it. If I had a, if I had a ship that had a reactor core fed off of necromantic energies and souls, and it was damaged, would it just leak necromantic energy everywhere? I mean, depending on the kind of damage, maybe. The more likely outcome, however, is a complete spirit rupture and necroquake. Necroquake being fun. A necroquake being a term for a massive outpouring of necromantic energy that immediately zombifies the entire crew and then pours out. Like what might have happened here? That would, I'm talking more of like an explosion rather than a flood. Okay, okay. Johnny, I 100% refuse to believe that you have not seen Event Horizon. I have never seen Event Horizon. <laughs> I, you are lying. <laughs> I have literally never seen Event Horizon. Um, so back in game, either that or is my corn cover band. Like my friend, you saw it completely erased it from your mind <laughs> because that's what kind of a movie it is. <laughs> because good Christ. <laughs> so. There's a couple of different things that could be going on here. Primarily, though, that is the location where the reactor core should be. Makes sense. And it's probably the re- location where we shouldn't be, if you want my opinion. That is a very good analysis. However, we will have to get eyes in there at some point, just because if there a human reactor cores are not well there are reactor cores that are fed off of necromantic energy and powered by the sacrifice of souls to the engine uh human vessels typically aren't that so something is, is happening there this is way above our heads we need to call someone in for that we're the ones who were called in specifically I to I understand invest. that I know, but we were called in to invest. Oh, if, yes. No, we're the recon team. We're yes. not the, right. We're yeah. not necessarily if, the direct engagement team. You're absolutely If right. we were called in to investigate, say, for example, I don't know, um, a ship losing, losing communications, lost track of it. And we went in and we found a massive army ready to invade everything. That doesn't mean, well, we we got called in for it. We have to beat the army. I, no. I think let's f- finish getting a head count for how many stocks there should have been on this ship and then leave. Because I think we have a good idea of the fact that these this ship, at the very least, seems to be some sort of necromantic trap uh, that should be approached with a bit more planning than what we've done Might so far. Be. I like that plan. It doesn't involve going to the reactor. Yes. Let's finish getting to the cargo bay, see if we can generalize a head count, and then leave. Unless there's any oh. objections to that. I would be hesitant to leave, or we would be hesitant to leave entirely, but... We agree that a retreat by the rest of you would not be a poor idea. Uh, could I also make a nature check to see if I know how fast Starks reproduce? Roll me a nature. 
Like I don't know. No clue. That's a... well, Mitosis. <laughs> but I'm assuming the rest of like the groups continue moving towards the cargo bay with that. Yep. Conversation. Yep. Miss yep. right. Fitch up. Isis is overhead. Do you think I should call Dad? He probably knows how to deal with something like this. If let's get to the cargo bay and pull our analysis, keep that on hand, All I would right. say, just in case. Odds are we'll probably report into the Core Adventures League first, but alerting Mr. Fairchild might be advisable depending on potential reactions and resources at hand, yes. <laughs> See, I checked before I did it. That was very courteous of you, and I appreciate you being willing to... Thanks. Uh-huh. Progress. Uh, we could am, all use some. <laughs> I'm continuing to have Tolbar you know, produce a extensively detailed report. As <laughs> <a little. laughs> so, the first of the two groups to reach the cargo bay is the group walking through the maintenance tunnels, because it's a much straighter shot. Yep. Uh, you eventually make it out, you sort of push open a hatch and climb your way out of the maintenance uh, the maintenance tunnel into, the, into the, what appears to have been the cargo bay. It looks like it has been mostly emptied of anything valuable there are four cages uh that are present in the area that appear to have been like aquatic tanks because even if starks can survive in various atmospheres they are traditionally an aquatic species um they look bigger than one stark tanks okay Based on the size of Starks we encountered, how many would Till think could fit in one tank? Two to three. Two to three? Okay. So we probably... Half at most is what we encountered. Uh, with that knowledge, Till is just head on a swivel at this point. Motion tracker, like... Again, as you passed over where that reactor core was, there was so much movement around that reactor core. There was no, like, okay, yeah, no, no, I was gonna say, it, it, was it enough that like if something had been walking behind us, we wouldn't have seen it on the thing? Pretty much, it's yeah. A, it, it's like okay, we're tracking. It's just all white. <laughs> sort of, yeah, something like that. <laughs> I think, I think, I think this tracker is malfunctioning and just went to a white screen. Yeah, and then you get further away, and it starts to, it starts oh. to go away. <laughs> cool. All uh, right, but yeah, it looks like you can see there were storage crates here, and they're like several of them have been opened and the contents taken out. Okay. Um. But the like uh, the only thing that isn't an empty storage crate are those empty cages, or empty right. empty tanks. 
but actively like and it looks like the storage crates were like sort of gone through and had the contents removed it's not the sort of like oh things are just tossed around willy-nilly and everything is just gone spilled out yeah so if romeo romeo what kind of things do you have for analysis of of, of the situation perception probably or insight would be my two best either perception or insight okay can i um 29 Can I spend some time looking around for labels or logs or screens with information on them? Roll me yeah, I'm lo- And you as well, Kendall? I'm looking for, yeah, I'm looking for any kind of, yeah, like, like, like recorded logs or, um, wait, is, is Kendall there? I thought Kendall was with the other group. No, Kendall's with the maintenance crew group. Oh, okay. I was going to say, Kendall... Yeah. If if Till is breaking out groups, Kendall's in Till's group. Of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kendall uh, didn't yeah, even can, argue it. You can also roll me investigation. Okay. Uh yeah. Uh so with a 29 perception till, something that you notice about this, this was surgical. Um, like every every box has been opened, the door has been laid down, and everything that was of value in it has been taken out. The boxes themselves have not been thrown. They've not been tossed. Mm-hmm. This was done with meticulous care. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, with a 13 and a 19 investigation from Surprise and Kendall, um, as you look around, it looks like, based on what you can find of the notes on the rest of these, what this, what this vessel was trafficking other than the Starks were largely... Um, uh, um weapons armor uh general like uh goods for trade um and there is one a single crate that has not been touched and not been opened and as you find it in, amidst the pile of opened ones you, it simply says uh stardust storage what's that mean Oh, wait, so, do I do I have any knowledge about what that might be? Uh, yeah, roll me history if you want. History. It's not a hard DC. Every Stardust is the thing the setting runs on. I mean, fair. They said the name of the movie. Dirty twenty. It was a dirty twenty. Uh, this this is incredibly appropriate until you have a much lower DC than everyone because you're a shipwright. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna use my second surprise. Second inspiration. Yeah. What what am what are words? Yeah. Good question. You can go Am ahead and I use an inspiration. History? You can, yeah, history again. Yeah. It's okay. So yeah, all three of you are aware of this. Nice. Um, stardust is the traditional fuel of the of the setting. Um, it is what is used to uh, what it, what is used for most ships that run on traditional engines. Uh, some engines run on different things, like those necromantic engines I mentioned, but most engines are stardust engines. Stardust is harvested from stars, hence the name, but it is an invisible, um, uh, odorless gas that uh, generates an incredible amount of energy when an electric current is run through it. Uh, this electric current also fries literally anything caught in it uh so it is it is very a stardust leak is very dangerous because any electrical current running through leaking stardust 
basically guarantees everything in the room fries. Um, one thing that Kendall knows with a 20, undead in particular, are very susceptible to stardust damage. Because a lot of them are made from the Necros virus and our nanotech. The amount of frying and uh, destruction that a stardust leak can cause on an undead crew is basically one of the few things that the undead are afraid of. Um, in fact, it is a very common go-down-with-the-ship tactic that if you are being boarded by Necros pirates and they are trying to crack your hull open, if you know you're going to die, a lot of captains will just say, rupture the Stardust engine, they're not getting this ship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, since Surprise doesn't know that, uh, they're going to assume that this is a trap and start assessing the uh, crate for uh, ruptures or other damage. As you, as you sort of look it over, it appears to be pristine. Like, it appears to be completely not touched whatsoever. Probably deliberately. Well. So it used to, so this is used to, yeah, and fuel, of course. Um, they didn't get a chance to, they got attacked by his undead and didn't get a chance to use it. Either that or the undead who were on this ship maintained enough intelligence to know that they could go through all of these crates, but this was one that they should not risk or that. cracking open. Or that, yeah. Beep! Coltarn! That means we should It's your it. birthday. <laughs> we found what seems to be a pristine, unbroken, fully sealed stardust crate. Mm. Coltarn begins responding by, my birthday's not for another six months. Oh, I see. <laughs> you, are, you, guys, you guys are about a minute out from the cargo bay at this point. How long have we known each other? Uh, several months now. Not six, though. <laughs> not yet. Not, not a full six months, now. Okay. His birthday would have been very briefly before you guys met. Okay. Uh, but uh, a few moments pass, a few minutes pass, and then the rest of the crew joins you in the cargo bay. Till we'll give them a rundown of what we found so far in his best theories. Mm -hmm. If you've got other ideas, mm -hmm. uh, can, can I, I roll to see if I have other ideas? Can I make an intelligence check of some kind? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Investigation. Yeah, you can roll investigation if you want. Yeah, I also same, same, same thing. Yeah, all you can. I'll just, give just see what runs through your head. I will. I will assist if I may and guide Coltarn. <laughs> Not I was, rolling. I was going to give tonight. myself guidance. Okay. Well, I will assist you then. Okay. The two of you are sort of talking out theories. Oh, twenty-six. Twenty-six. Yeah. The most as the situation has unfolded, the situation, the the idea that is most coming to your mind, at least, Coltarn, is that. Especially based on the like gashing and ripping out uh, damage that was done to this ship, this ship was probably cracked open by Necros pirates, um, and whatever is in that reactor was probably left as a 
present, air quotes, uh, which would explain why they took everything and did not touch the Stardust crate because undead are very afraid of Stardust ruptures. So, pirate attack, disabled the ship, left a reactor core full of necromantic energies and presumably more Starks as a present for anyone that checked it out. Left Stardust crate because they don't like Stardust. They don't like dealing with Stardust ruptures. And their engines don't require it. Mm -hmm. Correct. All right. Doesn't explain the other two, but it at least explains this one. Well, this is a booby-trapped salvage and we know smorgasbord. That, and we know that Nix has been operating in the area, so that is true. What's Nix? Fuck that bitch. Nix is the self-styled. Nix is the self-styled pirate queen of the undead. All right. Sounds lovely. In league well, with. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on the demon lord's name. Uh, Distagmos. In league with Distagmos. Um, part of the effort to remove the forbidden god forgotten god or forbidden god forgotten god forgotten god uh, ironically i couldn't remember um <laughs> and to breach the borders between the realms also our murderer sounds like you got some beef if she sucks all right. Well, <clears throat> let's strap this crate on to Zervan. And unless anyone's feeling particularly like they want to do a ridiculously stupid flex, we move on to the next ship before we crack open that reactor core. We would recommend taking some form of precaution to make certain that no one else enters this ship. Can I feel like the Adventures League already has that handled, but uh, we can uh, you, you do out you things. do recall that Amelia, Ivern, and Darius are waiting at the end of the gantry, sort of keeping an eye on things. And that that's literally the only point of entry, as far as anyone else knows. Like, unless you wanted to come around the outside. Okay. Lou, I do. The scans that we have of the ship, does it show if the reactor core is sealed still? Uh, or if it's open to space? You, based on what you had seen, the reactor core did not appear to have been completely opened up. Okay. Uh, it does it? appear to still be in a... in a like it, The core itself might not be sealed to the rest of the ship, but it is not open to, open to space. Yeah, that's, that, that's the point I'm trying to get at, is that you know we're not going to go investigate the next ship and then have a whole a reactor, car, a reactor core full of Starks follow us. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, the reactor core is relatively sealed, so uh, we shouldn't be in too much danger moving to the next ship from the contents therein. All right. I am, however, going to make sure that this Stardust crate, while left intact, has not been left 
modified or tampered with. And I'm going to yeah, make sure there's not like a pressure plate. Yeah, exactly. Well, right. Yeah. Full <laughs> investigation. Double check the, uh, the 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 Stardust crate to make sure it's not. Till will assist. Explode. I will uh, guide unless you're guiding. Right. That's fine. Yeah. So assistance and guidance. Fifteen. Seems fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, then I'll I will load it into the uh into the Zervon. Boom. For carrying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Quick as TPK, Stardust Rupture. Yeah. <laughs> like for for reference, being in a room with an active Stardust Rupture is the lightning damage equivalent of walking in lava. Right. Mm-hmm. Amazing. All right. Well, what are we thinking? Republic of Kingdoms or Skull Ship next? Perhaps a moment to recenter ourselves? I mean, my philosophy is intact, but if you need a moment. Hmm. I find a moment in contemplation is seldom wasted. Take a break and then we'll move to the other human ship. All right. Works as for you, me, everybody. As you, as you start to make your way out of the ship full of Necro Starks to try and find a place to take a rest. <laughs> uh, that's where we're going to end for the week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye.